0: Emerging technologies are transforming the healthcare industry as we know it. Investors,
1: say hello to HTEC, a portfolio dedicated to capturing the significant growth potential of healthcare innovation. Learn more at roboglobal.com HTEC. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle-making, green-jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just €15. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms, at nowtv.com.
2: And now for your nice ladies and gentlemen out there who don't understand the Italian language. I'd like to do two choruses in British. Why don't you get yourself a nice girl. Get I get your... a nice one almost every night, ma. Yeah, but get yourself a girl so you could settle down. That's why I, I settle need. down almost every night. But then in the morning I'm free.
1: Okay, man, are you ready to go? I'm ready to go now. Come on, now crank this motherfucker up. Uh, it's Bring Your uh, Your Own Ore Night here down at Moonshine for the dumpster, which which conveniently was located outside yesterday, awaiting <laughs> the uh, the return of Funkin' Fantasy, which has finally come back from its one week hiatus. Everyone was all on vacation. Joe Carrado decided to stay on vacation for for a few extra days, so uh, you know we, we give him a roaring round of applause, and I'll do that once I get my soundboard up. But uh, the greatest pinch hitter in the history of podcasting, Joe Rufino, is joining us tonight. Thank you. Uh, So he'll be flying the ship with me. And the, the roaring round of applause here from the, the peanut gallery, which is the, uh, the moonshine women over here. Welcome back, Funkin' Fantasy. I'm your host, Luigi Curto. It's been a, uh, it's been a hell of a week, man. I, I hated taking the week off, but a little R&R never hurt anyone. I uh, got a lot done. Finally got all moved into South Philadelphia. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, the prodigal son has returned. I, I feel home, man. I, I finally feel at peace. I'm with my people. You know what I mean? That's like yelling what, out the window yet? Nah, I'm not yelling out the window yet. But it's 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 great because when you walk down the street, like when you're in, like when you were in Northeast Philadelphia where I was born and born and raised, it's you know, what's up? What's going on? You know, what up? Stuff like that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that? Right. Like you talk like that? But down here, it's hey don't, hey don't, hey don't. What do you say? What do you say? What do you know? What's going on? Hey don't, hey hey. hey, What do you say? Are oh, you doing? Hey, don't, hey hey yo. Oh. Like that's that's how you say hi to people down here. Gotcha. You have an exact you have a, a 45 minute conversation which condensed into 30 seconds, only using seven words, four syllables. Nice. It's freaking incredible, man. It's incredible. Everybody's got shit to it's do. It's incredible, man. but I love it down here. Uh I just got my parking permit from the PP. I'm gonna get into that real fast and I'm gonna let people know that <laughs> it's not the parking authority, it's the problem. It's the freaking people that go to the parking authority that have a problem. Okay, that's that's the issue. That's the reason why it takes forever in a day to get anything done in this city because of the public itself. And people need to start taking accountability for their own actions. We'll get into that in a few minutes. Um, we're going to talk about some baseball. We got some playoff races that are really heating up, yeah, getting up. getting tight. Uh, as I look over to my left right now, I see John Crock. Phillies broadcaster getting ready. The Phillies have a uh, home series, two games against the, uh, the AL and Nash and Major League Baseball leading Boston Red Sox in the house. Nick, uh, Rick Porcello on the mound against Nick Pavetta. So uh, Phillies are going to be losing tonight's game, and uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll continue to slide in the National League standings behind the Atlanta Braves, the surging Atlanta Braves, and the, um, the new the new Shadow life Washington Nationals, who they're still up on by a few games. Again, we'll get to that um players getting reinstated into baseball today robinson cano comes back uh des bryant his agent has been told to officially go to the phones he's taking phone calls He was going to meet with the cleveland browns on thursday and uh a few other teams are, are in general i got a few other teams he may be talking to as well as the super bowl champion philadelphia eagles really should 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 show some interest see, in one Des Bryant.
2: That's a true veteran move.
1: It is a true veteran you sit move. sit out
2: a couple of weeks, you miss training camp. You don't have to go through
1: all the BS of training camp. He's already been through and it. And just say, hey, I'm ready to go. And just wait for the chips to start falling, see who needs a player, go to the highest bidder. That's why. And we'll get into that in a little bit, too. Uh, also, um, what the hell else did I have over here? That's something else. Oh, well, that's what I was talking about. So, Cleveland? No, no. On my, so on this little vacation that we had, I, before, I, before I go, um, now normally Jack in the back is here, call screening for us, right. but Jack is taking on some new responsibilities, like a job, so he couldn't be here. Uh, <laughs> so just like, you know, Joe, you know, Even when he's here, it's Stevie Wonder at the airport tonight, buddy. We're flying blind, man. So dial in 619-924-9874, 619-924-9874. That's how you chime in. And uh, I'm in the mood to give away some gift cards, so just call in, I'm just going to start giving shit away, I don't even care. Rich isn't here, so I can do whatever I want. Uh, But he will be here in two weeks for the Funkin' Fantasy Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is Fantasy Football Extravaganza, three and a half hour special. ESPN right now is running a 29 hour fantasy football special, and all they're doing is repeating the same crap over and over again. We're going to be doing a live fantasy draft here like it's never been seen before. I got some special guests getting ready to call in. Todd, 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 Todd. spoiler alert for that one right there. <laughs> Calling in. We're going to have a lot of fun. Moonshine's going to be packed, and it's open to the public. Good stuff. It's open to the public. So as long as you're following, in, following uh, at Funk at Fantasy on Twitter, I'll be releasing all the information uh, via Twitter as the days get closer. The league is sold out. We're done. No more entries, guys. So I'm sorry you can't jump into Fantasy League. But you can still be a participant watching and viewing all over the all over the um, all over the world. I don't know. Right now, Andrea over here is very pissed off about something. What's what's the problem? Spots for what? Oh, over here? Well, I'm sorry, actually, you're gonna be a little upset about this. I don't want you to get too mad. Actually, no, you're fine. You can still sit there. Because I'm looking at geographically speaking how I'm gonna get this entire thing done. And I have to get a view of the television, so I have the ticker up there for the for the fantasy board. But it's okay. But you know what? We'll accommodate you because this is your house, and I don't want to mess around, okay? I don't want to start no trouble. We
2: got high ceilings. We can make rafts.
1: We do have high ceilings. We'll have people hanging from them after the third or fourth round when they find out certain picks they made mistakes on. But it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, what I was saying, Rich is going to be part of that. He's probably the most novice player, but he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing, and his cash is good here, so that's all that matters, okay? And I am in the league. This isn't a uh, you know I'm just running this thing. You gotta you want to beat the man. You gotta beat the man. All right. Now, are you going to be offering uh, assistance? Oh, this is the thing. See, from five thirty to six is going to be the lead-in show. Okay. So everyone's going to be here. I'm going to be doing the, the you know I'm going to give you my top plays. At, you know my top picks at, at, at positions. I'm going to give a little bit of strategy out things that I do. I I kind of go outside the box. I don't I don't do this whole you know the the, the same way the you know the the wheel has been constructed by the fancy football gurus, quote-unquote right. gurus. Right. I do things a little bit differently, and it seems to work. And I'm going to be giving up those kind of devices. But the best part is, is during the show, the actual show, where the live draft will be happening, I'll be doing pick-by-pick analysis. I'll be giving out best available for teams, making suggestions. I'll be trying to steer people in a certain directions. as I try to swipe some picks the other way. It's all about <laughs> knowing how to work the room, Joey. All right, nice. And no one works a room like me you gonna right. have
2: like the dirty thirty
1: booing picks? No, there's no no but here's the but the thing is if you want to come in here and you wanna wear your paper bags, wear your jerseys, you wanna come in here and boo the picks, you can do so live. That's the thing. The, the draft is open to maybe, the public.
2: Maybe I'll bring the kids in that they you they can, can bring do. the kids
1: in. There's <laughs> you know, an all you can eat special. Oh yeah. All you can eat, all you can drink. My kids eat. 25 bucks, Joe. And Good mozzarella sticks deal. are on the menu. Man. No, shit. Right. Right. Mo- oh, mozzarella sticks are on the menu. And you've seen those things over there. Those things are like, yeah. I mean, you might as well order an order of John Holmes off the menu, man. These things are freaking incredible. But anyway, so I'll, I'll get into that a little bit later on. But the, the, that, that's going to be, I'm giving it the information on Twitter as the days come up. And uh, we're going to be a lot of fun with that because the, the actual fantasy show, the fantasy football show, which this, this program was spawned, will starts up again in two weeks. Yep. All right? And um, we'll touch on Twitter a little bit later on, too. I've been off it. I've been off social media for about 10 days. It's glorious. It's really? been freaking glorious, man. I haven't been... I mean, there's, it's been a shit show on there, to say the least, okay? Yeah, it's been... And the- I am so happy that it's gone. I will touch on the fact of the, the the thing that's been happening so much has been in local news because it's become national news of this whole billboard situation that yeah. went up. Now, the billboard went up, and that's great, and I don't care about all the politics behind it. I just want to talk about the billboard itself. And I'm no artist... But that is the ugliest piece of shit I've ever <laughs> seen suspended above the earth. It is the most – how can you call yourself an artist to put that up there? Uh, it is the ugliest billboard that. I've ever seen. If And I'm an Eagles – speaking as a true Eagles fan, and I, I, I could probably say this is on behalf of the majority of Eagles fans across the across the country. When they saw that billboard go up, they – what? Are you yeah. freaking kidding me? Yep. It's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Go online, look up Eagles Billboard in New England. It was done, some person made a bet with somebody in New England. They won, they raised some, like I said, there's a bunch of politics behind it. I don't really care about that. But the thing went up, it should come down immediately, because it is freaking horrendous. No offense, no offense to Picasso, who drew the damn thing, okay? You, you might be a true artist, but this thing is a piece of shit. It is. It, it seriously is, man. It is, the, it is horrible. My boy Nathaniel Dotson over here, okay, a, a photographer. Now, this man's an artist in his own right. Nathaniel's uh, probably seen... You no, know, he's got mad skills, yeah, all right? YouTube videos like crazy. The dude's got... He's got so many followers, and he does these f- phenomenal tutorials, yep. and he' uh, legit. He's a professional photographer. This guy's amazing. He's not an artist, you know, in the sense of drawing or anything like that, but he is, he's an artist as far as taking a picture. Nathaniel, as an artist of, you know, as a photographer, would you even waste the film or the shot to take a picture of this billboard? Seriously. I'm almost hoping the fact that that uh, Patriots fans just rip it down. They don't even. It's an eyesore. Yeah, it's an eyesore. It is. It is hideous, man. I would have loved. Uh, – what is that Philly word art? Philly word art, man. Dan would have been. Yeah, Dan. Now that Dan would have been, been great. Now, I'm Absolutely. sure. Now listen, he's already worked on something for the Super Bowl, and it's phenomenal. And I, actually, I have a piece for that. It's, it's the. Yeah. It's got every single score for the Philadelphia Eagles in the history of the Philadelphia Eagles. He's, it's really. Amazing, it, it's incredible. He really does word is. art. Philly word art. That's where you check him out, and. But the billboard itself, like I said, it's it's just it it has the score of the Philadelphia Eagles and the New England Patriots Super Bowl on there, and it's got the the Jason Kelsey underdog in the middle. Now I understand you have to go through NFL regulations; you can't use certain caricatures and things like that because you have, you know copyright infringement. But you can get a little closer than what they did, man. They're like Disney, man. They it's will bad. Take their piece if they. Can. It's bad. All right. But if you want to talk about it, six one nine nine two four nine eight seven four six one nine nine two four. Nine, eight, seven, four. The one thing that I did get a chance to do, with, you know, in, um, in the midst of all the moving that I had to do back, down to, back to South Philadelphia and um, all the packing and the cleaning, I was able um, on the behalf of a few friends out there to reach out and said, you know, Luigi, you need to take a couple days for yourself, man. You need to relax. You've been working like a maniac. Yeah, yeah. Take this week off and go do something for yourself. So what I decided to do is I went to go see a play. I've never seen a play before in my entire life. Never. And me being a man of of, of fire, you know, that we light here every single Tuesday at a dumpster, what better play to go see than Dante's Inferno, right? (laughs) Seriously, it's the ghostly circus. But I'm not just going to go see it anywhere. I'm going to go see it at Laurel Hill Cemetery. So I went to go see Dante's Inferno, the ghostly circus at Laurel Hill Cemetery. Now, I'm not exactly one of these guys that walk into a cemetery and, you know, I'm intrigued by the place. But this cemetery is absolutely Freaking breathtaking! Okay, it, it is—it's unbelievable. It's a national historical landmark. The um, uh, there's so many famous people that are buried at, at Laurel Hill Cemetery. Uh, for, former Phillies broadcaster, uh, legendary Hall of Fame broadcaster Harry Kalas—he's he's buried there. A lot of the other famous uh, individuals there are more like, uh, you know, dignitaries of Philadelphia, th- uh, former mayors, um, doctors, surgeons, inventors, things like that. Really? Yeah, not there's not really many like, you know, you wouldn't uh, a few uh, Titian Peel. Do you know who Titian Peel is, Joe? No. Titian Peel is the um, is the son of um, Cam Peel. No, he's one of the Peel sons, Joe. <laughs> Jesus, man. Uh, he's a famous artist.
2: you the people listening. No,
1: have no idea who Titian yeah. Peel is. Uh, but anyway, it was uh, so Laurel Hill Cemetery was founded in 1836, became a national historical landmark in 1998. It's 74 acres, Joe, this freaking thing. It's got over 75,000 permanent residents. You see how they put them, the permanent no, residents? All right, exactly. There. there are dozens of famous people buried there, like I mentioned. And uh, a couple of fun facts for you. So the first person buried there was Mercy Carlisle on October 21st, 1836. So it's not the oldest cemetery in the United States, but it is, it's, it's, it's vintage, okay? But it's, it's the first landmark. Um, the uh, the title for the largest monument there uh, belongs to the Henry Diston family. This bad boy, 625 square feet. It's 25 by 25 and 50 feet tall. Jeez, it, in eight, listen to this. Ready, Joe? So in 1877, when this thing was built, when it was constructed, this mausoleum, it cost $68,000 to do this in 1877, which today... <laughs> equates to 1.4 million dollars that's not bad well it goes to show i mean you can't take it with you but you can bury yourself in it you know what i'm saying dude it's like I a mean? new york apartment 1.4 i saw it it's freaking massive really? now so the cemetery is also 99 it's 99 percent full so it's said that even if there isn't a headstone where you're standing you're still most likely standing on someone <laughs> it's, it's it's kind of spooky dude it really is um but again, the light, so, so it's pitch black in there, everything's lit by fire, and the production group that put this thing on, this wasn't some rinky-dink like, uh, you know, like one-man dance quartet from the Big Lebowski, okay? This was professional acrobats. They had tightrope walkers. They had dancers, singers, people swinging from chains. It was freaking crazy. This one girl t- sitting next to me taps me and goes, kind of gives you a new appreciation for, uh, for ladies dancing on poles. I say, hey. I have always, do always, and will always tip my dancer. All right, brother. I, I appreciate the acrobatic features these women can do. You've Gotta
2: respect but, the art,
1: dude. They were swinging from chains. They, there must have been like 75 people in, inside this play, but it was great, dude. And like I said, th- the setting of having it in a freaking cemetery
2: That's cool
1: was sick, dude. It was crazy. It was crazy. There was like a thousand people in there. They still do the shows. The Lord, they have all kinds of different things going on. Uh, in the Laurel Hill Cemetery. You can, you can request tours. You can do the, the paranormal experience where you can get a guide. You can go in and do the whole, like, you know, is the place haunted or not? Yeah. See, that's where I draw the line. If you're
2: going to do that, go to the penitentiary instead.
1: You can go to the penitentiary, um, Eastern State. Yes. So Tony, Tony and Robin did something with ghost hunters, and they did the paranormal thing through yeah. there. Yeah, and I I want to go again. Yeah. Like, true. I want to go with them to do I've it. The only thing... There, it's I'm an there. overnight. It's an overnight stay. Oh, is it really? Yeah, but see, that's the thing is that... I don't know if I can get through it. Really? Yeah, because I believe in it. Yeah. So, like, I would sense something around. I would always, like, what the hell is that? What the hell is that? What the hell is that? Like, what the hell? Like, I'd be freaking out too much.
2: And somebody's always going to mess around with you.
1: I know. See, that's the thing. I, that's one of those instances, like, not those incidences. one of those situations where you just don't mess with someone. Right. You leave them alone. Like, you know what I mean? Don't scare them more than they're already spooked. Because if we, do make it, yeah. if we do make it out, I'm going to kill you myself. All right. I wonder if, any, if anybody out there listening has ever been on a paranormal kind of experience uh, where they went to a place haunted, or they've done any of that ghost hunter stuff, or if you believe in it yourself, 619 924 9874. 619 924 And if you've ever been to a play, because I've never been to a play before, I'm starting to get a little cultured now, Joe. I'm getting a little older. I'm good. All right. I'm getting a little. You don't want anything else, Joe? No, I'm good. You don't want another drink? Are you sure about I'm this? i
2: good, man. All right. I'll have another Miller. One later.
1: more Miller like, I need you loose, yeah. Joe. If you're not loose, loose, then I'm tight. That's not a, That's a problem um i've been to a couple places but what place have you been to
2: i don't even know the name of it
1: you I don't was, even know the name of it
2: uh a roommate of mine in college was trying to meet some girl and he said there was nudity in this place so we went and um
1: there was no nudity i was i wasn't too happy i understand that. i understand I kinda, that
2: happens sometimes i kind of checked out
1: the, the the thing is is that i don't like the like i would love to get all done up right and go see like the ballet, like, I, like, I've been meaning to go see, like, I, it sounds stupid, but Christmas time. I've been meaning to see the Nutcracker for freaking 30 years, right? I never went to go see. I'm gonna go do this this year. I've seen
2: it. Not in New York, though, but I've seen it.
1: Yeah, well, okay, so, so Donna Christmas chimes in and too. says that you gotta go to the New York place, right? Yeah, I definitely. would like to do Broadway. i like to check out Broadway. I don't wanna see Cats. I don't want to go see cats. I lo- I like to go see like the one man show. Like I would love to see like a Billy Crystal one light yeah, show, or like, or like the the, uh, the Chaz Pameteer, yeah, like do the the the, uh, the the Bronx Tale the one man yep. show. Yep. Uh, Robert De Niro did a, did, did a one man show. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson did a one man show. <laughs> uh, so I would like to go see that. You <laughs> like? Ludicrous. That? that was pretty good. That was good. That yeah, like was it. good. I would never. Uh, I, I, now, again, Mike, I kid. I kid. Like, yeah, please you know, don't beat us up. No, I don't, want, I don't want to get hit by Mike Tyson. You know, that people said that, too, before. That, that's uh, yeah, For a million
2: dollars? Yeah, would
1: you, for a million dollars, yeah. would you take a punch from Mike Tyson? Never dude, by the time they fix your face, yeah. you probably, you're probably clearing, what, 30, 40 bucks? Well, something you, like that, dude. You talk about prize fighters who couldn't take a punch. You're so punk off the street. Just because you took a punch off of Jimmy in friggin' seventh grade yeah. and you walked away to still talk about it, doesn't mean you're taking a punch from <laughs> Mike Tyson. Like Ricky There's no yawning during the program, young lady. You don't yawn in the middle of the show. You on, wait till afterwards. It. You're going to blow out the fire. Jesus. People are over here yawning already. Get ready to go to sleep. I'll get down to the business. We'll talk about the sports and stuff she like that. Huh? She
2: was probably hanging out all night.
1: She was hanging out all night. It was her birthday. That right. was uh, that's, that's, that's Yeah, man. That's Donna's, that's Donna's two, daughter, Dana, over there. Ago, the lovely Dana over there. I heard she just had her You're birthday still, two weeks ago.
2: Still celebrating from two weeks ago.
1: I guess. Nice. Okay. Well, speaking of celebrating, that
2: explains a lot. With
1: <laughs> and speaking of celebrating, Joe, the uh, the Bud Light is going to be. Uh, I don't know if people heard this, but Bud Light's going to be helping people in Cleveland celebrate in a grand way this year. So not just to drink the. no Bud Light's got is got the got the, uh, the advertising thing on lock. So what the the Bud Light has has hitched their wagon to the Cleveland Browns, which normally is not exactly the smart thing to do, but um. Well, if any fan base needs it. Here's what's going to happen. Here's, Here's what's going to happen. So Anheuser-Busch, whose uh, who's Bud Light brand is the official beer of the NFL, and 28 of its 32 teams, including the Browns, so this Tuesday is placing an eight-foot victory fridges filled with Bud Light bottles into Cleveland-area bars that purchase them. So all they got to do is, the, is the, uh, the bar purchases the freezer, I mean the fridge, and then Bud Light just keeps stocking the thing with beer, right? Yep. So when the clock strikes zero on the Browns' first win... Their last win, by the way, coincidentally was Week 16 of the 2016 season. Joe, they were over last year against San Diego Chargers. The electronic magnet that keeps the fridges locked, okay, will be turned off through a Wi-Fi connection. <laughs> I didn't even know they had Wi-Fi in Cleveland, but they apparently. I, I thought it burned down when they when, when LeBron left. So it's going to open all the fridges for everyone in there to enjoy. the uh, The best part about it is, is that. Um, this is how they ensure the fact that everyone that's drinking the Bud Light is gonna be 21, so already be in the bar. All right, so that's good because you gotta practice safe drinking. Yep. All right. So if you want to drink like a normal human being under underage, go to a tailgate. The, um, the idea of celebrating the first window, it's a little bit touchy because it's like in Cleveland, you went over, right? Yeah. You've been losing, you suck. You know, you draft Baker Mayfield with the first pick in the draft, and you're, you're you're hoping that he's going to be the, the the quarterback that finally takes you over the hump and wins a game. <laughs> but that you know, nice. you're really celebrating, just kind of laughing at yourself at this point, right? Yeah. They now, have good sense of humor. Obviously, uh, oh, hold on a second here. Uh, oh, so in order to be eligible for the two hundred to three hundred sixteen ounce aluminum bottles inside each fridge, uh, two to three hundred bottles in each fridge, Joe. A fan has to be inside the bar when the clock strikes zero. Ah, you got to be inside the bar. So you can't just be walking in and grab yourself a beer all willy-nilly. Right. you got to go in there and you have to already be a patron in the bar at the moment. All right? Then. That's a great deal, man. It is a great deal. It really is. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Now, Bud Light has also said that they are going to, they are going to switch the beer every month to ensure <laughs> freshness. So they don't really have too much faith in this thing just in case it's lasting more than a week. So here's what Joe and I are going to do. Joe and I are going to go down the Cleveland Brown schedule, and we are going to look to see when, the, when is that beer fridge going to possibly open up? When is the first chance it can open? Now, we're not doing give them a win, give them a loss, dog. We're going to do that next week, okay? Because <laughs> that's when we're going to do the official give them a win, give them a loss, and give our predictions for the entire season because that's what prognosticators do. We prognosticate for things that we have no idea what's going to happen. So, we got two preseason games left, three season three, I'm sorry. Da, 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 da. All right, Joe, opening day, Steelers <laughs> at Cleveland. Uh, loss. Give them a loss. All right, so no, no beer fridge opens that day, right? Correct. Week two, Cleveland hits the road, and they go to New Orleans, the Battle of the Saints. Nope. Go on nope. two.
2: Nope.
1: Now here's a chance where the yeah, beer may flow this, early.
2: This, yeah, I think so.
1: The beer may flow early on September 20th. The Thursday. load may blow against the New York football Jets.
2: Thursday night game. Thursday
1: night game.
2: That's, it's got to be it. Live it's on
1: Funkin' Fantasy. It might happen. But here's the thing. I think the Jets are better than most people think. And I think Cleveland's not going to win that game. And it's going to be 0-3. I wouldn't, that, that just
2: sounds...
1: It's going to be 0-3. Why would, why would Cleveland get a Thursday night game? It's got to be that night. It's going to be 0-3. <laughs> It's going to be 0-3. No Bud Light, 0-3. What
2: is Goodell thinking?
1: The following week, Cleveland goes to Oakland to play the Raiders. Nah. No, no on the road. I don't think they're going to win a road game, okay? So, the following week, divisional game, Joe, rivalry matchup. Ravens come to town against Cleveland. By this time, Baker Mayfield may be under center. Joe Flacco may be not even playing in, in uh, because Lamar Jackson might be taking his spot. But regardless, the Baltimore Ravens at Cleveland, October 7th, no beer for you. I still don't think it's gonna happen October 7th. No. I think they're gonna still get, they're gonna be 0 and 5 at that point, and the beer will be switched over five times now, okay? So it'll be Bud Light. The people in Haiti are gonna be in love because they're gonna be dropping off Bud Light by the freaking uh, caseload over there over and over and over again. Where the hell is all this? See, I never can find. What are you looking for? I got it. I need something, Joe. So then the Chargers. San Diego Super Chargers come to town the following week. Back-to-back home games for the Browns. Cleveland, I'll give you an early spoiler alert for myself. Cleveland's going to be a playoff team this year. I mean, not Cleveland. The San Diego Chargers will be a playoff team this year. Or L.A.? The L.A. Chargers. Sure. Sorry, whatever. Who cares. Whatever. That's right. The Los Angeles Chargers. I, I'm, listen, I'm Mama call him San Diego. I'm going to call him San Diego. All right, man? They're San Diego <laughs> freaking Chargers. All right? Um, the Chargers, again... Cleveland Browns, Joe, on the 14th, do they get it? No. Nah. No. All right. So it's going to be 0-5. And, 5 and um, dude, what the? I say beat the
2: Jets. You say they beat the Jets? Chargers would
1: be 0-6. You say Baltimore? I don't think so, man. I can't, I can't see it happening. Then you have Cleveland is going to go to Tampa. Now this is where it could happen on the road. Possible. But if the Cleveland Browns win a road game, they better start pouring something better, like some Stella, right? Or maybe some like you know something good. <laughs> yeah. But you know they can't just be pouring Bud Light. Victory beer should have got in there. But victory should have got in there. But they know. But see that's it's, the thing though. They actually though. they brew beer to be drank. Yes. That's the thing. Bud Light doesn't care. Okay. That's true. Yes. So I think
2: in their next three games they got. In- well, yeah.
1: And then it's 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 at Pittsburgh. Nope. The Chiefs come to town. Nope. It let. Ooh, Atlanta. Now, Atlanta. I think
2: Atlanta traveling outside. Atlanta
1: Atlanta. traveling outside or
2: New
1: Year's Eve. New Year's Eve day.
2: No. At at Baltimore?
1: At Baltimore? No. (sighs) I got – all right, Joe. So here's the thing. It's either going to be an early birthday present for the city of Cleveland and they're going to take care of business at home against the Jets on the 20th of September or it's going to come via the road against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So either way, to our friends in Cleveland, what the hell? Stay thirsty, my friends. Who the hell wants to drink Bud Light anyway? I don't know. Who who drinks Bud Light? I mean, I'm drinking Miller Light because I needed a glass of water. That's yes. basically it. But Bud Lights basically urine.
2: That's good if you're constipated, I think.
1: They're not, they're not a sponsor, and I don't really care what I say about them because I get actually good beer sponsors. Victory was a sponsor. Yes. Omagon was a sponsor. Old Those smoky. Are old Smokey. That was classic. By the way, there's a new whiskey that there's a new whiskey that's next door. I'm not gonna say them by name because they may or may not be sponsoring this program in the next week or so. Because right. we're actually in talks. But they're, but, but their their canister is something I've never seen before. It looks like a paint thinner can. Really? Yes. I'd have to try that <laughs> for some reason. I'm they like... got all these different flavors. Like I smell like the cherry, the cherry whiskey. But I don't know if you want to put your whiskey in something that looks like a paint thinner can.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, next thing you're gonna be putting it in Sterno can- can- canisters. Oh God. So, um, so we talked about that. So, like I said, Bud Light's giving it, and it's good. And hey, listen, Bud Light, hell of a marketing spree for them. Seriously, I mean, they're they're front and oh, center yeah. on everything. They Jumped on uh, the Lane Johnson. Yeah, that yeah, was La- awesome. Well, they jumped on Lane's Johnson too. Which most of the city did. And that guy, by the way, people, stop being fooled about this Lane Johnson. He is the biggest POS on the frickin' planet. Seriously, that guy is not a nice man. He is a horrible human being, and he's nasty to kids. And I got the proof of that. He is. He's mean to kids, man. Yes, he is. That's fly eagles fly crap. He is mean to children, dude. He really Really? is. Yes, he is. Like Albert Bell type mean? Not that mean, but like blow off kind of mean. Really? Yes. Yeah, I witnessed it firsthand. Firsthand. Not the nicest guy in the world. Just saying. And but here's the best part though is that he really doesn't have to be. Right. Because he's not a role model. Right. He's a football player. That's it. It Doesn't have to be a role model. He has to be a nice guy.
2: Who was suspended at one point?
1: Who was suspended at one point for PEDs and speaking of PEDs, that's a nice segue there, Joe. Thank you. I was gonna talk about this Dante's Inferno thing, but we'll save that for a later time. But speaking of PEDs. Robinson Cano, don't you know? Which
2: could be an inferno when
1: he yeah. comes back. Exactly, been doing very well without him. Robinson, sure. yeah, because Robinson Cano, if the people haven't forgot who he was, he was suspended for 80 games. Second baseman for the Seattle Se- uh, uh, Seattle Mariners. That was close, almost. Uh, he tested positive for permicide. Uh It's a diuretic that's used to mask banned substances. What he was doing, he was basically just kind of just taking something to offset the drugs. Right. Uh, problem is, it just didn't catch up in time. It didn't clear out of the system. <laughs> The uh, canoe, 35. He's uh, 35 years old. D, he signed a. Remember, he signed that massive Amazing. contract. Yep. He freaking broke the bank, 200 plus million dollars from the New York Yankees over to Seattle several years ago. Um, he had a down year uh, a little bit the, uh, two years ago, but then bounced back last year and now gets suspended about 39 games into the season. The 80 game suspension is over. Uh, D. Gordon, who the um, the Mariners signed from the Miami Marlins. Uh, earlier in the season, are over over yeah, there from cool. Miami, uh, he was playing and playing well for the Marlins over there at second. I'm um, for the Mariners at second base. Um, Cano is back; he's in uniform; he's eligible to come back tonight. He's. They're playing against the Athletics. Uh, they trail the A's by two and a half games. Cano, this is the this is the the, uh, the 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 funny thing that I noticed here is that I and I never knew this. I never knew this is that if you test positive for PEDs during the regular season and serve your 80-game suspension, and then come back, you are perfectly eligible to play. However, you are not allowed to play in the playoffs. That's amazing. I didn't know that at all. Yeah, like apparently, like in the last two seasons, Joe Quillen over here, fan of the show, points out that in the collective bargaining agreement, it is that if you play, if you are suspended for PED use during the season, you are excluded from postseason play. So how, how be it that... Robinson Cano could help propel the Mariners in front of the A's to get into the playoffs. He won't be able to do anything for them once they get into the playoffs if they make it in there. And the fact that do you start playing Cano again at second base, considering the fact that you've been doing so well without him there, DH and D. Gordon, you could DH But But, the, but Nelson Cruz plays, is uh, the DH right. there? See, again, another good point there by Joe Quillen, saying you could play him at first base. But... Which the Phillies will probably acquire, so that'll be their fifth first baseman that they have. Well, the Phillies did acquire uh, Jason Bauer. Uh, or Justin Bauer. was it Justin Bauer or Jason Bower? Bower. 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 What did I say? Bower. What did I say? Punch. Punch. Who cares? A sh- who gives a shit? He's a freaking Miami castoff. Jason Bourne. Um, no, I said Bower. Yeah. Bower. Well, I I don't know what the hell's going on anymore. But here's the thing: is that so they acquire? They, you know, the, the Phillies or anybody acquiring Robinson Cano, What's the point? He's not going to help you in the playoffs. Right. He does nothing for you. So even if he helps you get there, he can't help you once you're there anyway. But I think it's kind of a crazy rule. I think like if you serve the 80-game suspension, like, that's enough, man. Like, that's enough. I, and, and I want to hear people's opinion on this, too. So 619-924-9874. 619-924-9874. Facebook Live's been going crazy. I haven't been able to follow along too much because I'm driving the ship here, so I really apologize. It should be out of um, system
2: by then anyway, though, really. I mean, the effects of it really shouldn't be still lasting. So. Steve, Steven
1: Edward Jones over here saying he's going to call in. I, I invite you to call in. Um, there's Oh, my God. People are chiming in like crazy. I didn't even – there we go. Boom. Uh, now I'm finally caught up on the Facebook live feed. The, I just think it's, it's absolutely insane for a sport that the only reason why we're still here in 2018 watching baseball is because of the fact that they gave these – basically force-fed these guys – steroids for freaking 15 years to get people to start watching the game again yeah. to make it watchable. Let's, make it, let's to make it watchable because during the dead ball era, it, it suck, dude. It freaking sucked. Yep. The only thing that was good about it is that on the rare occasion, you saw two dominant pitchers going at it, and we got that a couple days ago when you saw – well, he's not so dominant these days, but you saw Cole Hamels, who was newly acquired by the Cubs – Facing up against Max Scherzer for the for the Washington Nationals, yeah. okay, as Tony Bruno would say, no. the you saw two pitchers locked in a duel. I mean, these guys were angry, dude. They were going at it. You see, Scherzer was yelling after every pitch. Hamels looked like vintage Hamels. Yeah, he woke up, man. He looked like vintage move. Hamels, and then uh, another f- former Philly. Fan, uh, fan favorite Ryan Matson comes in coincidentally in the ninth inning and blows it by throwing a grand yeah. slam to Mr. Bodie and uh, helps keep the uh, the Phillies in one game contention he, over there.
2: And he landed on the DL this afternoon.
1: And he did. He had he he, uh, he, he had back problems. Yeah. back problems. Back uh, problems should have been. James Dolan checks and he says that rule sucks. That rule does suck. 80 games. If you served 80 game suspension for PED use, okay, you've missed half the season. Well. A little more than a little less than half the season because you know it's 162 games, so you're serving 80 of it. Um, You serve that. You should be. Now again, you're not allowed with the team. You're not allowed to do baseball activities, none of that stuff like that. I think you have every single right to come back and play. That's like saying someone went to jail for 80 days, got out. You're not allowed to work anymore. No, can't work. He served the sentence, man. He paid his price. He should be allowed to play in the playoffs. That team is paying him. He should be allowed to play. And again, for 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 an organ for an organization like Major League Baseball, who again turned a blind eye yeah. to all the steroid use when everyone was using it. Once McGuire and Sosa were done with the whole freaking home run race, you know they were just like, you know, wow, you guys shouldn't have been doing steroids. But thanks for the uh, yeah. for the ratings boost. Just put the vitamins in the front of your locker. Appreciate like that. McGuire that down. was the one thing. You know what's funniest? So, so McGuire has it in front of the thing, right? Yeah, Andrew, I right? was taking Andrastine and Andrastine dying with the thing. We were taking the same shit. Me and McGuire were taking the same stuff at the same time and I looked at that and I said, Mark, uh, yeah, that's pro-hormone, Mark. Yeah. yeah. I was 17 at the time Which was and the- it was, but it was over the counter. Yep. You could buy it at GNC. And it was legal in baseball. And too. it was legal. And, uh, I looked at Mark and I said, Mark, it's not a good look. I said, this is, this is not good. This is not good. Again, James Dolan saying he did pay I think Melky Cabrera, I think this argument started up with M-
2: Melky Cabrera because he served time and then he came, in the, I think in the playoffs, did very Cabrera well. Cabrera did do some. And then I think that maybe that rule was taken right after that, it came into place.
1: But out of all the rules, make one rule. Make just one. make one, just say the suspension yeah. stands and that's it.
2: Well, not even that. The leagues, both leagues, have to play under the same rule.
1: The fact that they play under two different rules is the dumbest thing in the world. I, I do. I don't disagree with that.
2: Make a DH. Just,
1: just make the DH. just, just make the DH. I'm not even a, I Listen, I don't care. I mean, I mean if you want to keep it, if if you want to say keep the DH because you know you don't want to see the pitchers hit, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I don't care about. I'm Although not going to do, do. Love anything. Bartolo up the bat though.
2: I love. There are
1: some bat. pitchers who can rake.
2: Although he's in the American League now, so it doesn't matter.
1: There are some pitchers who can rake. James, yeah. don't say I was hitting 500 foot bombs. I wasn't hitting 500 foot bombs. <laughs> <laughs> like 440. 440. I was getting. I was. I could. Dude, really I had a good win. I can stroke it, dude. I can stroke it. All you I can do is pitch it where you're swinging. Only problem is though is that, like I said, I can never, I can never hit anything like over 70 miles an hour. Yeah. That's so right. I was hitting like slow pitch. So you know, you really got to muscle that thing up there to hit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because if that, listen, the exit velocity helps when the ball is coming in at 100 miles an hour. It goes yeah. out a lot faster. If you want to hit a, a, a 70 a 70 uh, mile per hour fastball or slow ball off the freaking – uh, what you call it, off, you know, over the wall, yeah. you better muscle it up, yeah, dude, you seriously. Got,
2: you got a little bit of little power there. I can still yank
1: it out there, man. Nice. You know, you're going to teach me how to freaking hit, man. Yeah. You're going to teach me how to hit a curveball. I, I could never hit a curveball. got a nasty That ball. was the problem. No, no, no. I don't want you to throw one to me. Well, I got to teach it. But no, because I'll you know said it. the first thing, if you want to learn to hit a bear, you got to get hit by the baseball. Yo, I swear to God, <laughs> if you plunk me, if you plunk me with the baseball, I am going to charge you in front of every single person <laughs> in that batting cage. It's going to be like Carlos Liston in Major League Three, back to the minors. I'm going to say, now listen, you don't look stupid, and you got yourself here. So I know you're not throwing at Luigi Curto. All right, buddy? I'm just saying that. All right? You. I'll teach you how to get hit
2: by a pitch.
1: Too. I appreciate it. Just turn your back give the whole Roger Dorn. oh. <laughs> One of those kind of deals? You put
2: the bat down. Make sure you don't get a failed tip.
1: A phone line is starting to light up, 619-924-974, 619-924-974, This actually might be Charlie, Catfish Charlie calling the Tuesday 10. So I'm going to go to the phones now. If it is Charlie, please let me know because I have no call screener.
0: Hello? It is Charlie. How's it going, Luigi? How's it going, Joe? It, it's,
1: it's going, Chuckles. What's up, buddy? Hey, nothing much, guys. How's everything? I don't know. Everything's fine. I don't, I don't, I don't I know. Just got work people, today. people are ornery over here at Moonshine. Yeah, Chris, can we get every, can we get everyone a drink over I there, please? Time. They need to get, calm the hell down a little bit, especially that one. Speaking of steroids, maybe tomorrow morning, half a cup, just half a cup, just a half a cup, just a half a cup, just a half a cup. A half a cup. Well, you need to drink something other than the freaking the PEDs you're taking. Jesus Christ. Uh, that's the thing. You so give Joe, you give a woman a white wine. Dad, it's it's like uh, it's subscribe. a pro hormone.
0: What's up, Charlie? Excuse me. My dad subscribed to your method of. He would hit me with the first pitch every time we we uh, did uh, <laughs> the batting cage. Every time. Really? Oh, you throw your We're own. Talking. Kid? I've, I've hit oh, with the language. <laughs> Come on, man. I hit my it.
2: son a few times, only in uh, BP when he starts talking. He, he'll, he'll hit a good shot, and then he starts laughing, and then he always gets one in the ribs. Yeah, I, can't, I, can't,
1: I, can't, I'm in, I can't imagine how your son could even hold a baseball bat. That guy shakes like a Frenchman in a rainstorm. <laughs> Seriously, dude. He hits bombs, dude. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> oh, St. Leon, home run oh, for boy. the Boston Red Sox. one nothing lead so over so the Philadelphia so. Phillies in the top of the third. Solo shot just over the center field wall. Home run, Boston Red Sox. One nil for those scoring across the pond. They get another All right, so Charlie, Charlie couldn't be here tonight live, so he's uh, he's phoning in the Tuesday ten over the phone. You guys know how this works. You call every Tuesday night. Charlie gives us ten questions about uh, his everyday life, that things that he notices, things that he sees, things that he's curious about, and we answer him rapid fire style with no pre-existing knowledge of said questions. Correct. Thank you, Charles. Without further ado, start it off.
0: All right, fellas. Whose self-given nickname makes you cringe?
1: Whose self-given nickname makes you cringe?
0: Jolly. Paul
2: Jolowitz. Paul
1: Jollitz, <laughs> uh local local Who's, Philadelphia writer. I think
2: that's his fourth nickname because he was PJ for a while, and, and he, I listen to him when I'm working Sunday nights, eleven to six o'clock, and then uh, yeah, it's always Jolly time, and I cringe.
1: Okay, you can't do that. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not a. Um, are you? Can you hear? She's listening to the microphone. You can't hear anything. Sound doesn't come out of the microphone. Okay, well, you can hear it over the speaker, can't you? All right, so let me just paint a picture to to the people at home of what's happened right now. So Donna walked up to the microphone and put her ear next to it, said, I want to hear the question. I just had to tell someone that sound doesn't come out of the microphone that you hear, you, you talk into the... I haven't seen that since that kid, you know, Go Birds kid. (laughs) Someone in that control room is out of control. This is what I got to deal with. Other people get fully functional staffs. I got people that are listening into microphones and talking to the ones that are not even on. Um, Anyone who gives themselves a nickname should be fired off a cliff. So anyone who gives themselves a nickname, I'm I'm not cool with. All right? Next question. Yep. Hi.
0: All right. Name a profession where most of the guys are drug addicts.
1: Name a profession where most of the of the of the what
0: of the guys that work yeah most of the workforce are drug addicts. Oh
1: man, this is bad. Um, well, a lot of roofers are drunks. I know that for a fact. That's where I'm. I never I never met I never met a roofer who was sober during the day, which scares the shit out of me because you're on top of that roof in 100 degree weather under the sun and you're half twisted already and you're on a roof. But when you're you not fall. on the floor. You're on a roof. You're Wait, in the air.
2: It doesn't hurt when you fall, though. Um, Printer, printers
1: are pretty strong. And that's
0: exactly it, Joe. Yeah? What? Printers. printers.
1: They do, they do printers? it so that it doesn't printers. hurt when they fall. Oh, uh, the roofers? Yeah. Um, I would think... That's not the thing against roofers. I'm just saying I've, I've always seen roofers drinking on the roof. Yeah. It, I, it's just commonplace yeah. for me. That's what I've always seen. I, I
2: worked on the roof for a while, man. Yeah, those guys... Some of them need it. Need it just. Luigi, that's legitimately what I saw this morning: is roofers drinking on a roof.
1: Yeah, uh, but that wasn't considered a drug addict. Um,
2: You got to stay hydrated in this weather, though.
1: I would say, I I would say football players. And the fact, and the and the reason why I'm saying football players is is that not even that. It's first of all the painkillers, man. Yeah. The painkillers, the painkillers, and I mean, look at guys like Brett Favre. Yeah, he's you know, I mean, that guy was pop. I mean, the reason why he, he played every day is he, he freaking percussed it out the entire season. Um, wrestlers too, professional wrestlers. Uh, those guys are drug addicts and they're addicted to drugs during during their uh, their profession. I mean, yeah, and you can say whatever you want about NFL players and steroids. There is plenty of steroid loose, steroid use inside the NFL, and the reason why is because. Genetics can only get you so far. Yeah, when you're 400, you can only get so strong. You can only get so big. You can only get so fast. At some point, science has to kick in. Okay, and Paul Ferrer checks in. Said Tony Bruno did his mother's roof. He did. He did. <laughs> but we didn't. We but we had a nice cab. We had a nice cabernet afterwards. Tony Tony came down. He did it the right way. He drank when he got done the roof. Yeah, yeah. He, did, he drank when he got done the roof. He worked really fast. Um, what is this? Oh, James Dolan says he worked on his roof, uh, he worked on a roof twice, worst days of his life. Andy Dufresne worked on a roof too. And how did he make friends? Handing everybody beer. a beer. That's it. That's right. A couple of cold suds for his for his buddies. So but okay, so get back to the NFL players. You can only Charlie, what the hell are you doing, man? You making popcorn? Yeah, you're making popcorn. What are you nothing. doing? You guys. always
0: Yeah, Jiffy pop over there? I'm sitting in a car.
1: All right, well I'm just making turn your radio down. So <laughs> with the PED use, like I said. You can only get so the human being can only get so big, so strong, so fast. Yep. At some point, science has, to, science has to kick in. Here's the beauty part about the NFL season: is the off season. Yeah, it's plenty of time to juice in the off season and cycle off before the season starts. Yeah. Why? why do you think you see all these guys? This guy came into camp, 15 pounds more at Jack. Like why? Yeah, you just gain that question. Listen, on. you can work with you. You can work with, with with dietitians. You can work with strength training coaches. You can work with. Uh, conditioning coaches, you can work with all those things. At some point, you're going to need a little help.
2: Yeah, you I'm sorry.
1: You and out. when you yeah, get to absolutely. these guys that are, you know, when you're over 30, yeah, you need the help. I'm sorry, cool. you just do, man. The, the, the human body stops growing that way, and steroids are dangerous. Steroids are dangerous. Okay. They're very dangerous and they're very addictive. They're easily, they're very easy to abuse. Yep. Now, I've never when I was when I was when I was fighting as an amateur, I was. Asked several times and said, what do you want? What do you, I mean, l- listen, dude, I was 200 and freaking three pounds, 6% body fat, shredded. I was big. And I looked, I looked like I was jacked up on steroids, but I wasn't.
2: Right.
1: It's very easy to – I always thought – I always thought – like I got to this point by myself. That was, a, that was the, the pinnacle I was going to get to. By myself with my own physical attributes, okay? And my own hard work. But I always yeah. I always thought, what if I stuck that needle in? Where could I go? Like how much bigger, stronger, faster could I get? I
2: couldn't, I was
1: like, I always thought about that. Now I did now again, when they were over the counter, I did take pro hormones. Mm-hmm. The, these were easily accessible. You could buy them over oh, the yeah, counter. Absolutely. And it was uh Ruin. Yeah, I I took I I took years ago. Yeah, I I tried them one time. You can get them. I tried them one time, and they did. I mean, dude, my strength went up like crazy. I got bigger. I got stronger. Your recovery time. My recovery. But here's the thing, though, I was hurt the entire time. I messed my rotator cuff up, and I didn't know it because it masked the injury. Once I came off it, forget it. Yeah, forget it. I was done, dude. I I I would never ever ever put that stuff in my body ever ever again. I'm good where I'm at now. I'm happy. I'm strong. I'm fit. Um, but I don't need to ever do that stuff again. But to, but to, to think that it's not alive and well in the National Football League, you're blind.
2: It's huge in baseball. I, mean, I was, And it's still
1: huge. You're right, Joe. It's huge yeah, in baseball, too. I couldn't get
2: over 90. And I knew a couple guys that could get it for me. And I talked to my chemistry professor in college. And he gave me a booklet of information about, you know, he's like, read all this before you make a decision. And I read it all, and Did I was like, way no to way to in hell how I'm going to take it.
1: Take well, the thing is, me. too, is that, yeah. and again... This isn't something where everyone – I mean, everyone obviously knows there's steroids in professional sports. But my point that I wanted to get to after all this is is that if they want to do it, let them do it. Let them do it. I told you. Like, I'm the guy. I want to see a guy throw 150 miles an hour. I want to see 700-foot home runs. I want to see somebody hit somebody else in a set of pads and explode because guess what? You can't lower your head anymore. That rule is going to be oh, atrocious. That,
2: that, that's, yeah. You know,
1: I'm not even going to get into that. I'm sure the people that are listening across the country right now, i listening to local sports talk radio and ESPN analysts and, and all those other people. Robin Austin checking in saying hello. <laughs> um, Hi, everyone's saying hello. Okay, can you just go sit over there, please? You're in my ear. I need you to sit over there. Donna, I need you to sit over there, please. I, just, I need you to, though, because you're blocking the camera, love. It's okay. Charlie might even no no have don't a, sit there because that blocks the camera even more. Sit are, that way. Charlie might even have a tag. No, you're okay, actually you're okay over there. This is this is ridiculous. Charlie, none of your questions are re. re uh, people, are send, people are sending people are sending in the angry faces now on Facebook Live. They're no, talking nothing about the NFL. People are pissed off. I'm pissed off too, pal. All right. No. <laughs> no, It's a different tackled. sport now. All right. All right. Next question. Next I'm, question. I'm out, I'm out of this, man. This is. <laughs> next question. See what happens when you sit down. What's the
0: What's the most embarrassing thing your parents have ever done in front of you? On purpose? Well, whatever. It might not have been on purpose. My, my dad just so happened we were at a customer's house. He gave himself a nickname today. Oh, I, your dad's I a mean, douche. that's what I'm asking. Um,
1: <laughs> seriously, man, your dad's a douche. Uh, the most embarrassing he called thing.
0: He him... To, yo. His name's H. His name's
1: Howard. He called himself H. Dog. H. Dog. Can I throw BP to him? Up. Ready for this? I'll give oh you. I'll God. give you even money. <laughs> even money. Your dad's wearing a pair of jorts right now. <laughs> yes, he is.
2: <laughs> white, white socks up. High.
1: Guaranteed. His dad's wearing a pair of jorts. He's wearing.
2: Kurt Ramba socks. No, no,
1: no. Kurt Ramba socks. He's wearing a pair of jorts. He's got a. Ah, let me see here. I want to get this right. He's got a Harley Davidson t-shirt on.
0: Uh, close. Close. It's a li- but the shirt's tight. Probably wearing one of our business... Te- he's wearing our business t-shirt, and it has an eagle
1: on it. Fair enough. I've seen your dad a million mm-hmm. times. I've seen your dad a million times. <laughs> he is from Delco. Yeah, he's true tr- through. Um, it's, it's weird. Over in Delaware, <laughs> right, seriously, it's like... Jorts are like swimming trunks. Like, no. when they want when to put their trunks on to go swimming, they put on jorts. Right. It's crazy. Uh, I would say the most embarrassing thing they ever did. Um, Probably just like, know, they always argued. They just argued everywhere. It was always embarrassing. Just anytime I went out with them to dinner or the store, they were just always arguing. If like, you ever met two people that just weren't meant to be together, it's them. that was my parents. <laughs> was just, this was my parents. My parents would never dress me funny. I, I dressed myself. That was the one thing. My parents never tried to dress my brother and I. They gave us uh, creative garb uh, blanche. You there know what I mean? Go. Yeah. They, they, within a budget, right? <laughs> within a budget within range. A budget. You know what I mean? Because I told my mom, my, my mom one time, one time went to went to like laid my clothes out on the bed for me. It was the only time I ever looked at my mother and thought, I'm taking a swing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Robin's over here giving me giving me Cliff Notes over here, saying turn the second mic up a little bit. Your mic is perfect. I, I got it, Mom. Thanks. It's fine. My overmod. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, you're not overmodulating. So, what about you, Joe? What's the most embarrassing thing for you, buddy? I, I can't come up with anything, man. My parents really never. Uh... You're not helping me one bit. No. You're not helping me one no. little no. bit, Joe. They I never. What do you What, what do you got? <laughs> okay, so Andrea says Her mother tried to stab her father to death I don't know if that's the most embarrassing but I don't or, think quite, or coincidentally <laughs> the most traumatizing thing That's ever happened But I don't think that's Donna's most embarrassing thing though Yeah, but that's but see here in South Philly that You know, you see a woman trying to stab a man they're just, they're just talking it's They're just talking They're just talking <laughs> <laughs> They're just talking That was pretty good All right.
0: Next question. What's the extent of, what's the extent of your carpentry expertise?
1: I hand Tony a hammer. (laughs) I seriously, (laughs) I I don't I don't I don't. I'm not a carpenter, man. I leave that to Christ. I leave that to the Christians. I'm I'm a Catholic, so I leave it to the Christians. I I don't I can't I can't hammer I can't hammer nails, but I can lay pipe. If you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. I'm not a carpenter. (laughs) I'm not a carpenter. Tony Bruno's the carpenter. He's the one who, uh, who you know, like I said, he just says, hand me a couple screws, hand me a couple nails. He drills, he hammers home. I just hand stuff to him. I don't know anything nice. about carpet. Well, well, actually, no. That's a lie. Because while we were doing work on Tony's mom's house and doing work at Tony's house, um, which we might be airing a web series later on uh, called Fuck This House, <laughs> starring <laughs> Tony Bruno. Uh, he, um, he, you know, him and Robin taught me how to, how to measure and cut properly Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there's, it's a skill. You know what I mean? How not to drag the saw, all those things like that. So, yeah, that's basically my thing. I would be uh, an apprentice slash laborer slash liability the on a carpenter's site. Okay, that's what I would be. I a go house. gopher. Yeah. I gopher. wouldn't say a gopher. I would just be more of a, I'm a nofer. No. That's what I, you know, no, no. If you ask me to do something, <laughs> I'm probably saying no. That's, that's probably it.
2: <laughs> and I framed a house. <laughs> working Next question. For years. You framed a house? Yeah, man.
1: You framed the whole house. Damn. Yeah. Where's the house? Medford. Medford, New Jersey. Yep. You framed the house in New Jersey. Yeah, man. The house is still standing. Still standing. It's still there. I've driven by it. If I can go by this house, the house is still up. Yeah. All right. I worked construction like five years, man. I did too. I did all kinds of stuff. I construction. I I was a foreman, dude. Yeah. Yeah, because the thing was me. Like I didn't know how to build a house. But I knew that you knew how to build the house. I knew that you knew how to do plumbing. I knew that you could work with this guy. I knew you couldn't work with that guy. I knew you were good here. You were good there. I was good at managing the talent,
2: ordering supplies. That's and why I was never on the I
1: field. I'm behind you. the scenes, Joe. I'm the one. I'm the. I'm the puppet master. I'm the one pulling uh, okay. the strings. But my guys, they never. They listen. I never picked up a shovel, but I always picked up lunch. And my guys love me for that's, that. That's I took care of, of my guys. Like on a Friday when the boss came by at two o'clock in the afternoon, and every and he's going. Where the hell's everyone at? I'm like, I paid them and sent them all home. Yep. And he's like, What do you mean? I'm like, It's Friday. It's 150 degrees. We got everything done. We're ahead of schedule. The guys are going home. I paid them for the day. That's Heisman. it. And they, and you know what? Those guys showed up every single day, never late, never complained because I took care of them. Andreas does um, for Mike. He does for Mike. Damn. Andreas Heisman does for Micah. All right. Okay. Was okay. <laughs> you really? I'll have to keep that in mind. That's a good count. Right.
2: Who the fuck is that guy? Number
1: six.
0: You have the If you have the first overall pick in a fantasy draft, who are you grabbing? What
1: kind of fantasy are we talking about. Like my personal fantasy or fantasy football? Fan- no fantasy football. Oh, you want but I can't do that. I can't give you my number one pick right now. Not before the fifth the funkin' fantasy draft special goes out on Saturday, ah. September first. I can't unleash that kind of information. It's a running back. It is a running back this year. (laughs) I will say that. Um, I do think that this year, if you're in the top four picks, and if you're getting any one of the – I'm not giving you I'm taking number one, because there is one that I like head and shoulders above the others. But if you're able to get in the top four and you're able to acquire yourself in any order, Todd Gurley, David Johnson, Ezekiel Elliott. um,
2: No, but Zeke, I got a question for you. What's up? He's got – Dak's got no And receivers. Le'Veon
1: Bell. Sorry. He's got a midget as a receiver. He has Cole Beasley out there and he's They're, got Tavon Austin and, and Williams. But however. They will be loading up on Zeke. Yeah, load up all you want, though, man. He is still a pass-catching nightmare out of the backfield. He is, I mean, he is a yeah. listen, he and he is poised for another big he's poised for a big year. The guy gets. Frickin' yards, man. He, he is yet, the then. offense. He's due to get hurt. He's not due to... Why? What, why is he due to get hurt? Because he didn't get hurt yet? That he, doesn't make any yeah, sense. he's going to get beat up this year. I that think. doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any him. sense. The same sense as the people I say... I got a question, be, Luigi. Go for it. You're, you ask me 10 questions a night. Yeah, you, you want to ask me another question? This is not Tuesday 11 yeah, yeah, here, Charlie. I
0: got I I a follow-up for one.
1: <laughs> go for it. Can you really draft the
0: Cowboy? See, now this is the other... you, could you draft the Cowboy?
1: All right. So here's how you lose in fantasy. By saying, I'm not gonna pick a Cowboy because I hate the Cowboys, or I'm gonna pick all the Eagles because I love the uh-huh. Eagles. By the way, stay away from Jay Ajayi this year. Really? Stay away from him this year. Um, I agree. Joe Quill says, I, well, I should have stayed away from him last year. I could have told you that. <laughs> um, they got 17. There's months. no loyalty when it comes to fantasy football. That's You're in it for the quiche, the that's for I the cash. Won.
2: I never won that. Okay?
1: I don't care. If I take Ezekiel Elliott, with the first pick in the with my first pick in the draft I don't take him number 1 overall so do your mathematics in the subject for the top 3 on top of that uh, but if put it this way how many Eagles fans do you know are chomping at the bit to take Saquon Barkley yeah. right but why because the Giants suck right, right. but they want to take Saquon why because he's a Penn State guy he's a local guy that's why it makes no sense you you draft a fantasy football team based on the ability to win it has nothing to do with the team they play for in real life it's called Fantasy. Which is why I sucked at fantasy football. But peop- because but, but you were making would- cash when you were taking my picks. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you were make- How much money you got? How much uh, money did you make?
2: I, I was in the plus.
1: You were? I was in the plus. Nice. Last night I played a it's FanDuel not League. right, Andrew. Last night I played a FanDuel League, a baseball league, right? I said it and forget it last night. I didn't even go back to check this morning to see what happened.
2: 180 bucks. Did you really? Hit yeah. I mean, <laughs> again. Hit
1: <laughs> again. Nice. Yeah, I, I, listen, man. When it comes to FanDuel, it, it's, I, I make money, man. Yeah. Or you play DraftKings, whatever you want to do, but... There, there is an art to it, and uh, j- much like regular fantasy football is concerned, you can't let your team loyalty take you in a direction to lose money because you pick the right player at the right position. I'm sorry. Look at it this way. So getting I, back to this, I agree, 99 percent of the time. What's the other 1?
2: If you go like Dak Z, the Cowboys, I
1: can't draft. The All right. Cowboys. So here's what I hope. I just here's said. what I hope for you, Charles. I hope that <laughs> I hope I hope that you. Draft any cowboy. I hope that it's. I hope that you're. Yes, you will. Because if at some point you're going to be. I hope that you're in the first round and you're forced to draft Ezekiel Elliott. Okay. Or it's (laughs) later on and you're in a. You're. It's later on. You're in a PPR league and the right smart pick is Cole Beasley at that point. Okay. And you take Cole Beasley and I hope that it's the fantasy freaking playoffs for you, and I hope that you need seven points out of Cole Beasley. And you have to root against him. Just so your Cowboys lose, <laughs> because you're a man of integrity. W- that's I w- why
0: I would in a heartbeat. You would. I would in a heartbeat. Yeah. I, I want you. So, Charles, why did you join the Funkin' Fantasy League? Because I could up, use a guy you like you more in my important league. important than my fantasy team. You know, that's the funny thing, though, Luigi. I usually win my leagues. I, I, that's. I don't believe it. I'd say I'm, <laughs> I'm pitching about seventy-five percent.
1: That's. <laughs> No, that's, that's pretty decent. That's good. That's, for that's real. That's a great <laughs> clip. That's a great clip. And, and, and listen, man, you bring it, Bring in the trophies. I believe it. You know, you don't have to. I mean, I, I want to. I, s- I got them on Yahoo. I <laughs> mean Yahoo. Oh, you got the little uh, the, the little pinup. I trophy. only use Yahoo.
0: Oh, okay. I got plaques, homie. Yeah, they got the little. Plaques.
1: They got plaques, homie. The uh, but but the, the, this year's prizes for the for the Funkin' Fantasy Championship, right? I mm-hmm. will go ahead. I'll put the spoiler out there. So the champion, not only did they get the, the ring, the customized ring. Oh, yeah? Which, yeah and I'm in, I'm in talks right now with a, with a jeweler to make the ring legit. Yeah. Like actual real diamonds the whole nine. I'm not paying for this shit, obviously. This is, this is, all, this is all, you know. Do people hate him? No, 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 no. It's no. not Steven Singer. He's not doing that. I'll get you gold dip bros though come, <laughs> come, uh, come uh, Valentine's Day. I, I got to hook no. up with that. Nice. But you're also going to be going to Dominico's to no. get fitted for the gold jacket. Oh, jeez. Custom tailored gold jacket <laughs> for the winning, baby. How great is that? That's How good. great is that, man? Stuff, it's going to be a phenomenal prize. Cool. So anyway, but anyway, moving on. So what's the, next one? what's the next one? All
0: right, next one. We're already in
1: overtime here. I want to get this yeah. thing wrapped up. Which,
0: which church you've never been
1: in would you most like to go inside? I mean, the Vatican. I mean, the Vatican, right? I mean, just for the architecture alone. I mean, come on, man. The stained glass. Okay. The history. You got to say the Vatican. I'm, I've never been in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like to go to... Or are you going to say something I... cheesy like Fenway? No. Well, come then, on, please.
2: No, no. I've already been to Fenway anyway.
1: I, I, yeah, the Vatican. The Vatican is, is number one. That's an easy question. Why? What about you, Charles? I, actually, the, 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 the next uh, church the I want to go... Basilica
0: down in the city. Oh, I the Basilica? By it. I've never been in...
1: Yeah, I've might, never been in the Basilica. I might want to go to church. This week. I haven't been to church. I don't want to say how long it's been. You 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 need to go to church every single Sunday because you need to get a clean slate come and, Monday. And all maybe right? Saturday too. Yeah, maybe you want to dip your head in there on a Friday night too, before and after you go out. Old churches are I haven't been to church in so long that if my parents heard how long it's been since so I went to church, my dad. They start arguing. Here's a good one for you, Joe. My dad, by the way, is in Italy right now. Is he really? I didn't know. No shit. Do you know how I found out my dad was in Italy? You didn't get a call. My car insurance agent. So yeah. I called my car insurance agent uh, over at Nationwide because that's who I have my insurance with. They're on my side. That's nice. I, I call him up. Don't no free plug, I call Rich. Rich. Don't give me. I a said commercial. Rich. I said uh I said I need to uh I need to switch my my insurance, the address on my insurance because I need a parking permit for South Philadelphia. And he said, "Okay, no problem." He goes, "Hey, he's like uh He's like, so uh, I said, I guess your dad's having a good time now. I said, yeah, I, 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 don't, I, I don't know, Rich, I, I, I guess. <laughs> Why? He? he goes, well, he's in Italy. And I'm like, he is? I was like, Rich, he went to Italy like <laughs> seven months ago. He goes, no, he was going to Italy tomorrow. Like, I mean, he, was, well, he, saw, he said yesterday, he's like, he's going to Italy tomorrow. I'm like, what are you talking about, Rich? He goes, he called me to stop the insurance on the car, put a hold in everything, put the car in the garage, and he's in Italy right now. I'm like, Rich, my dad's not in Italy. Five minutes later, a text message from my stepmom. Your dad landed, he's safe, everything's fine. My dad goes to Italy, leaves the country, doesn't even tell anybody that he left. Doesn't bother to call me. I find out my father left the country for four months, I might add you. Nice. By my insurance agent. He tells us this is the best part. He told three people. He told three people. His wife, He's a lawyer, <laughs> and his insurance agent. My dad, I'm convinced, is in the frickin' mafia. I'm convinced. He's in the mob. He only told the people who need to know. Yeah, exactly. He didn't want to tell me. He, he didn't tell my brother. He didn't tell anybody, his sisters, no one. Bunch of rats. I, I swear to God, <laughs> man. Now I'm going to get a phone call from my dad out of that sometime whole- in the next two weeks saying, I want to let you know I'm all right. Could whole- you let me know maybe you were leaving the country in the first place? The
2: surprising thing out, out of that whole story is... You didn't use a online to change your address.
1: No, I called call my insurance. Agent. I would
2: never call. Never call my insurance people. Everything, well, I, I deal right I with them.
1: I let him do it for me.
2: Oh, okay. I
1: got Thank time, you. I'm a busy guy, Joe. <laughs> I got time for that? J- Charlie, what are you pop? Your 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 microphone keeps popping, dude. Really? Yes. I'm, I'm just, walking outside. Well, that's probably what it is. I'm walking I'm walking, go on, I'm walking in on nature right
0: now. Well, I'm nice
1: I'm choice. walking on sunshine. So,
2: what up, Katrina? So anyway,
1: so like I said, that's the, kind of relationship my, that's the kind of relationship my father and I have. Um, and for me, it's the Vatican. That's me. If I could have that to go to any church, that's where I would go. All right. James Dolan says, what I only wish my dad would staple? leave the country.
0: <laughs> go ahead. What neighborhood staple were you most sad to see go?
1: What neighborhood staple was I most sad to see go? All right, so being in the Northeast. Yeah, our the shop here in Broomall just okay. So Okay, so it's local. All right. So when I was growing up yeah. in the Northeast, in uh, I was living on Sheltonham Ave by whiston Park. No one else in the country or in the world knows what the hell I'm talking about. Uh, but there was a place called Ed's Food Exchange. It was the deli, the, no, the, the neighborhood deli, the corner deli, the dollar hoagie or hero or sub, wherever you're from. Yep. And uh, I used to go in there. I can say this now. I'm going, to say, I'm going to say this now, because Ed's trying. gone, everyone's gone, so I'm going to tell the tale of, uh, of when I wasn't on the up and up. So, I was living on my own. It was one of two things. I was things. living on my own. I was 17. I had my own place for my own reasons, all right? And uh, I'm living on top of Ed's. You the you, know, you have the apartment. It's a okay. three-story place. You know, first story was a store, second story, and a third story. So, we would go down to Ed's and, yeah, we, you, know, you know, every little kid steals a little bit of candy here and there, Right. So, Ed, we used to let people have, like, tabs. You know, I used to go in there and be like, Ed, you know, I'm going to get uh, you know, give me some, you know, give me a half a pound of ham, half a pound of cheese, a loaf of bread, some milk, whatever, blah, blah, blah. put it on my tab, put it on my tab, put it on my tab. So, when I go in there, I order the lunch meat. So, while Ed's cutting lunch meat, I'm erasing things off my tab. <laughs> <laughs> my tab must have been, we're talking back in, like, 1998. My tab must have been north of, like, 600. I think I walked out of there owing like 30 bucks Like something like that I, I had to I didn't have any money man What do you want me to do I was paying him rent like, I, I couldn't afford anything I like so Steve I, Martin In my blue heaven With the price Speaking thing. of Steve Martin In my blue heaven <laughs> Steve Martin's birthday today me. What <laughs> Oh wait Wait Andrea Says she has two tickets To see Stephen Martin And Martin Short If anybody wants to go see him Well, I want to go see him. I want those tickets. I want to see Vincent Antonelli performing live, all right? That'd be great. When are they? Um, August 30th. August 30th. August 30th is a Friday night. The night before. It's a Thursday Thursday night? At the Man Music Center. Well, this man will be at the Music Center to see Steve Martin and Martin Short performing live. Boom. Done. (laughs) Beautiful. And it will be up on on StubHub tomorrow night. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I want those tickets. I'm going. I always want to see Steve Martin, but it's his birthday. 73 years young. You got to yell out, King Tut. Oh, I got you to. Got my to. I got to. No, that'd be awesome. Pretty soon we'll be seeing. I mean, I listen. I, I didn't. We, I, thank God he had a birthday because pretty soon I thought we were going to see Steve Martin on ice, like literally, like laid out on ice, like dead.
2: Oh, Jeez. Hey
1: man, he's, he, listen. Oh, he's been around for it seems like I thought I thought he was 70, 30 years ago. They got to make three amigos again. I don't think they could, man. Thank I don't you. think Chevy Shake's is getting in those pants.
2: I don't think it's going to happen, <laughs> well, they man. They've got to find a horse. <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't
1: think it's going to happen. So, um, but yeah, so the, the corner store, Ed's Food Exchange, I would love to see that come back one more time. Not so I can steal from it, oh. but
2: nostalgia reasons.
1: I'd like to go pay my tab. I'd like to go pay my tab. Yeah, yeah I'd of, like to go pay my tab. Probably
0: why he's out of business. It's how I'm going to asshole. abolish my say No, no, no. He, went out, he sold. He sold. Oh, okay. He sold.
1: He sold a long time ago.
0: Speaking of which, about you, Joe? When someone buys a neighborhood staple, should they keep it the same or
1: should they modify it to their own, their own needs? Well, you buy it. Not right. I mean, you buy it. You do whatever you. No, 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 no. We're talking about what kind of staple we talking about now. If you're talking about a local legendary, so like in Philadelphia, right? We have like these local legendary Mm -hmm. sandwich shops, right? You have your Pats, you have your Geno's, Tony Luke's to an extent, right? You have uh, who by the way. Just came out with an invention. Really? He has. He's come out. This son of a bitch just changed the game. Junior? Tony, Tony Luke, Luke Junior. has invented the round hot dog. Oh, yeah. oh, I saw that. So now, now, the debate rages on: is a hot dog a sandwich? Because what he—it's now like in a roll. <laughs> it's like in a loaf form. Because it eliminates the the need to buy a hot dog bun. We're going to have to do it. He was list. selling on QVC. I'm actually going to try to have Tony on. So at some point, to come in with the product so we can sample this thing. Oh, yeah. But it's like a hot dog loaf and you eat it like a hamburger bun. I I, I saw that. It's on freaking Twitter. weird, yeah. man. I don't know. If nothing else, it's a conversation piece at a barbecue and it's a fad and it will sell. People will buy it. Hot dog in a loaf. Uh, he's a he is a genius. That's kind of he funny. is a genius. But
2: that really sucks for those hot dog rollers. People buy those hot dog rollers, which are
1: awesome. We used to have one at work, man. They were great. No, I mean, listen, I haven't eaten a hot dog in freaking years, yeah. but. A hot, like just a, a rolled hot dog. I, it just doesn't sound right. It doesn't look like, and yeah. I've seen the picture. It's weird looking, but <laughs> I, apparently it's supposed to be really, really good. And you, it probably grill. It fun. probably grills up for not because grilled yeah, hot dogs are grow. fantastic. Yeah. So you get that nice char on both sides and those yep. sear marks. It's probably delicious. You eat it on a hamburger bar, on a Kaiser, whatever it is. It
2: tastes just the same. What's the difference?
1: We gotta try it out. So my point is is that if you get a place like John's, like John's Roast Pork, which is like the best roast, it's it's yeah. actually been voted the best sandwich in the world by Andrew Zimmer. Really? Yes. The best sandwich in the world. Um, if you're gonna if you're gonna have a place like that, if you take over that owner, you you have to. You have to keep it the same. And here's the reason why it behooves you to do so, because the people are going for the name. Right, they're going there because it's, it's called John's roast pork. It's called Pat Steaks, Gino Steaks, Tony Luke's. They don't want to see it's Jim's Jim Steaks. They don't want to go see Ronald's. Right. You know, you don't change it to Ronald's. You don't change the recipe. If you're in, if you're if, the, if one of those people don't you know you know bequeath the, re, the the um or uh you know hand the restaurant down to their own family members. If you take it over, changing anything they do. Yeah, it's kind is of just strange. suicide. Yep, it's suicide. But if you buy a neighborhood staple like, I don't know, a local pizza place, I mean, aside from the places that have been around for hundreds of years, like you know, and Ellies here locally in Philadelphia. I'm sure there's plenty of places in like Chicago, New York, same thing. Mm-hmm. Does it really matter? Nah, eh, no, no, not, really, not really. No, no not really. <laughs> By the way, uh, I was looking at something too, because I was looking at the whole. I was uh, again, the, the debate rages on with the whole hot dog is a you know, is it a sandwich or not? Um, Which was ended. I was looking show. at some of the, the. the. I want to pull this up online because I have it here. Uh, and it's a list. And we know, you know, we love lists on this program, Joe. Yes. Where the hell is it at? Are you in your car? Yeah, it's my car. Safety first, buddy. <laughs> Where the heck... Keep going? Is? Hold I'm on. Listening. Hold on. Time out. I got to find this damn email. I emailed this thing to myself. Um, Oh, here it is. Best sandwiches of all time that you should try. These are the best sandwiches that you have to try before you die. Okay? What, do you say, what are you yacking about over there? What do you think of a good sandwich? You curse like a sailor, you know that? I'm just trying to look it up. I don't want to get into all these because... Let, okay, let me put it this way. These are like the top 50, and I'm not going to do all 50, but the number 39 is the Pramanti sandwich, the famous sandwich in Pittsburgh. Okay? The number 37 is the Elvis, which is the fried peanut butter and banana sandwich. Oh, all right? I'm just going to go through a couple. Fried name. Number 35 is a tuna melt. I like a nice tuna melt.
2: Yeah.
1: Number 34 is a gyro. It's pronounced gyro, not gyro, by the way. Uh, let's see here. 31 is a falafel. You like a falafel, Joe? Never heard of it. Well, you're eating hummus, hummus and a falafel.
2: Oh. Uh, let's see here. That would be a no then.
1: Number 26 is the peanut butter <laughs> and jelly sandwich. Oh, That's number 26. Number 22 is chicken salad, which is a staple. Do you, a, do you eat peanut butter and jelly with two pieces of bread or three? I'm a deuce. Yeah. I'm not a club. I mean, I'm, not, I'm, I'm a Mitch Hedberg fan, but I'm not a big club sandwich I can, guy. I you get know a what three. Mean? I mean? You get go three? three. Yeah. I get you're a it. glutton. That's why. That's it. Number 17 is the BLT, which should be much higher. Okay. Then we'll let's go down here. Number 14 is the Italian hero. They call it a hero here. We call it a hoagie. a hoagie. All right? Number 13 is the Cuban. Number 12 is a lobster roll. Number 11 is a ham sandwich. Oh, Just a ham sandwich. No cheese. That's ham good. sandwich. How about a cheeseburger with a mozzarella stick on there? Number 9 is a pulled pork. <laughs> Screw it down. Number 6 is a roast beef sandwich. Number, f- number 4 is the Reuben. Number two is the po' boy, and the number one sandwich that you must try before you die in all the world is a cheesesteak. It's a Philadelphia cheesesteak. It's the number one sandwich voted that you have to try before you die. I agree with that list, though. I eat one cheesesteak a year on my birthday. That's it? Yep. Cheese. That's it. That's it. I'm not saying where I go because I don't want to piss anybody off. Am I starting right. to, I'm oh, not right. starting a holy war here at Cheesesteaks. <laughs> All right, sure. Let's keep it moving, man. I wanna, wanna get am I'm 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 getting long winded here.
0: There was no there was no there was no grinder on that sucker? Oh, grinder? I barely knew her.
1: Go ahead. I'm eating hummus here.
0: <laughs> All right, last question. Um who will win the three National League divisions this season?
1: Mm. The three National League divisions. Well, I was looking at this yeah, earlier. Three today. National league. I was looking at this earlier today. And Joe has a standards up here for me now. Now I, t- I know two out of three. I think everything's getting tight now. The Phillies, they're uh they're they're they're, they're like I said, they're home now. They're they're they got a two game set against the Boston Red Sox, and they're a game behind the Braves. They're seven up on the Nationals, but the Nationals are making headway. And the Phillies are basically starting to level off. I mean, the offense is non existent. They are as streaky as a hitting yes. team as I've ever seen in my life. The problem is, is that when you have a streaky team, they're all hot at once and then they're all cold at once, yep. and you can't do that. You can't sustain, and, they're starting and that's why I feel, and, and Joe, you mentioned this a couple weeks ago when the last time you, you, uh, you came in a pinch hit, mm-hmm. you mentioned the fact that you can see the Phillies completely falling out of the playoff picture yep. come early September, I mean come mid-September because of the fact of the lack of hitting yep. and the, sur- the, the, the resurging uh, Nationals and Braves. Yeah, okay. So I, personally, I think that they're going to, I think the Phillies are going to hang around. They'll, they'll, they'll be there. But when it all comes said and done, they won't. I think, Nash- I think they're going to miss the playoffs.
2: Uh, with that game with the Nationals, with the Cubs, um, yeah, two things could have happened. They could have bounced back or they could just implode. And they ended up losing yesterday, too. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they're going to be, uh, they might be out of the picture soon, too.
1: I just think Atlanta's going to take, take take a stronghold of this thing. Yeah. Also, the National League West, which is one to talk about, is tight. Man, it's really tight. Arizona is up a game on both the Rockies and the Dodgers. The Dodgers played last night. Bumgarner, Kershaw, Kershaw winning that matchup. Kershaw coming back from injury. Bumgarner as well. Um, and and the Giants, coincidentally enough, are five games back of those teams. So they're very very close. And then you all and then you have the Central where you have the Cubs. Um, They're two up on the on the uh, on the Brewers. Milwaukee winning today.
2: Yeah, but they just got Jake Thompson, so and they got Jake Thompson. They lose a couple games,
1: right? And then uh, St. Louis is four and a half back. Pittsburgh seven and a half back. I I don't see Pittsburgh making a making a move to win that division, but St. Louis uh, could easily get into the fold. Guys like Matt Carpenter now has been on a tear. Remember, he started the season yeah. batting less than 100. All of a sudden, he's got what 25 home runs in the last like 30 yeah, days or something like that. Fire. He's he's killing the ball.
2: Um, but you look at look at Colorado here with a minus minus 17 differential. That that's weird for a team that's almost 20 or 10 games above 500 to be a minus. Different. Yeah, you don't see that. No, so when you lose, I mean, they must really, like... When they tank, you know that they're tanking it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the Dodgers have been on fire. Absolutely. they
1: started off very slow. So what I think is going to happen is... Um, see, now the Dodgers getting Kershaw back. Rick Hill. Um, Rich Hill, I'm sorry. Um, Machado's going to start Machado's hitting. Machado's going to start hitting. I actually think they're going to overtake Arizona. Uh, I think the, the, the Dodgers, they spent the money. They're going to end up getting there and winning a division. Uh, also, I think that... <clears throat> I think the Cubs, they're going to hang on. They're going to win this thing.
2: Yeah, I think and so, so. Uh, Although, like well, I said,
1: man, I'm saying it as a Phillies fan. It hurts my soul to say it, but I think the Braves are just going to be too much. Uh, I think the Phillies' just lack of offense is going to is just going to kill them. It's going to you can't win if you don't score runs, guys. You can't do it. You can't win <laughs> if you can't score runs. You can't go. And I, I understand. I understand the whole thing of people saying like, um, it's only. And again, I'm only speaking about the Philadelphia fan because I'm I'm here, and I, I'm you know I'm watching locally. Is people are saying that you know you, you can't say look at who they're playing. It's it's only August. Um, you know you got to worry about that stuff in September. But you can't go to San Diego play the Padres lose two or three. No. You can't do that. Nope. You can't. You got to beat the teams you, that, are, that that you're supposed to beat. And you want to know why? Because you're Isn't gonna that the most
0: Philadelphia thing ever? Yes, yeah, but here's absolutely. the reason it's why. To lose
1: to the teams you're play, supposed to beat. Here's and the reason why the competition. It's here's the reason notorious. why, though. You're right, Joe. You're absolutely right about and that. That's
2: why they're not that good,
1: man. And but here's the reason why it was imperative. To not just win two out of three, but possibly sweep the Padres, is because you're coming home to play two yep. against the freaking Red Sox, and then you got yep. the Nationals
2: yep. and the Braves. And they avoided Scherzer and Stras. Oh, they got Scherzer one time when they played him earlier, yes. and they missed Strasburg because he was on the DL.
1: So it's that's what I meant. When when you play these teams, and now the Braves are going out there to beat up on the Miami Marlins and the Red Sox. You know, by the end of this Red Sox series, the Phillies could be three back. Yeah. And if this thing gets to five six, I don't know. I'd say la vie. It's C'est La V, and I got a Gabe Kapler signed baseball in my freaking glove box. and I'm probably gonna end up throwing into, a, you know, a, <laughs> off a freaking cliff. Did you see that clip on SportsCenter? By the way, that kid in Cincinnati. So this kid in Cincinnati, right? And Atlanta's winning right now, too. Charlie. So, thank you, Joe. Charlie, what what are you doing, dude? Chewing ball bearings? Getting, what are you What are you doing, dude? Putting bodies in the trunk? Um, I'm just going about my day. I, I'm just, <laughs> so <laughs> that's a good answer. This kid in Cincinnati. Uh, a home runs hit. I think I think it was playing Arizona. So, so uh, yeah, that's right, Arizona. So Arizona diamondbacks hitter, he gets a home run over the fence. The dad catches the ball, right? And he turns to the kid and he goes to hand the kid the baseball. The kid's so happy that he gets a baseball. But the dad's like, no, you gotta throw it back. The kid's face is like, what the f-? <laughs> like, no, I don't want to do that, right? So but the kid says, You gotta do what you gotta do, throws the ball over the thing, right? Then all of a sudden, then the, uh, A couple hitters later, another ball goes over the fence And some other kid catches it And everyone's throwing it back And the kid's like, uh-uh, a little no, held it? not going to happen I caught it. It the ball, it's my first ball, I'm keeping it I think that should count I don't care if you're at a visiting stadium I mean, I'm sorry, I don't care if you're at another, if another team A visiting team is in your stadium If it's your first ball If it's your first ball, you should keep it I think you should I think you should be allowed to keep your first ball I think it's After that, anyway. see you later See you later.
2: There's only one, one place that should do that, and that's Wrigley. They've always done it. it I agree. There. It's asinine that they do it in Philly. And you know what happens to that ball? The ball girl gets it, and she hands it to one of those little snot and snot-nosed kids. Who paid the sit. extra money to sit by the first baseline. They, I know. Yep, and they get it all the time. Yep. They don't, you know, they don't do anything. They don't, you know, they don't demolish the ball. They hand it to a kid right down there. So
1: the only good thing about it is. Like outside of football, be handed to the freaking Carson Wentz. The, uh, the thing is, is that, I mean, they I didn't pass, hand to Mike Trout, I'm sorry. They pass around the hat and they get cash. That's, that's the move to do.
2: The fans circle around the hat, they put some cash in there, they hand it to the kid, the kid throws the ball over the fence.
1: See, that's not a bad idea. That's a good, that's a
2: good move. That is a good move. That's what I would do.
1: Or, or you could do something like the Phillies have, like, um, some pre-signed balls. Like batting practice balls, right? And if you throw the ball back, you know, they see it on the Jumbotron, right? Yeah. The usher goes over there, hands the kid a signed ball. Yep. I think, that's a, I think that's a really nice thing to do. You know what I mean? But don't, don't, don't sit there and peer pressure. Like, again, luckily the guy was in Cincinnati. There was only tens of fans in the stadium, okay? <laughs> but don't sit there and peer pressure these kids. Throw it back. Throw it back. You know what I would say? If you're sitting there telling me to throw my first ball back? That's exactly what I'd be saying. Yeah, I'm keeping drive. a damn thing. I was hoping you were going with that one. Yeah, awesome, all right. Anyway, Charlie, is that all you got, Charles? Uh, I'm 31 years old. You're thir- wait, wait, you're 31 years old.
0: I'm 31 years old. I catch a ball, I'm
1: keeping it. I'm, I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> I hear you, dude. If I catch a ball, I'm keeping it, too. I've never – the closest I got to a baseball coming near me was twice. And it happened this year. And it was the first – I was actually – I was at the game. And um, Andrew was there. We weren't sitting together. But I was there at Get the game. Get out of here. And it was against the Pittsburgh Pirates. There we go. And again oh, – home run. Home run. The Phillies Philly have gone yard. Who hit it? Reese. Oh, Reese Lightning over there, ladies and gentlemen. Reese Hoskins oh, deposits no, one. You didn't just say I, you had Reese, a I had to go Reese. I had to go Reese Lightning, bitch. baby. Reese Lightning deposits one into the left field <laughs> oh seats. One one off of Porcello. The Phillies, as I say it, have busted out the whooping stick. They put one run on the board.
2: <laughs> the whooping stick.
1: Uh, the drought is over here in Philadelphia. He went down and got as one that run picture. has crossed the plate in the last 19 days. Um,
2: just dropped it. But yeah, so the
1: closest night. I've ever gotten to was against the Pirates. Ball came like two rows over my head, and then when I was at when I was at Camden Yards, I was sitting. All right, man. Listen, I I, I had some good. I had a good spot, man. I listen. I spent some money. I spent some money. I got right on the first baseline on the first row. I spent fourteen (laughs) dollars. That's all it cost me to get there, dude. They were giving tickets away (laughs) at that point, dude. It cost me fourteen bucks for the best seats in the house. Okay, and a ball came within nine feet of me, and some Tampa Bay Rays fan caught it. Yeah, well. I was like, "Congratulations, right. man!" But it was all right. You know, it was okay. Uh, but if one if one comes, I'm I'm keeping it. I've caught
2: a ton in BP. I've never caught it uh, live in a game.
1: I've had a ball thrown up to me in batting practice. I, got I, I, got I don't I don't really care.
2: I got a harp I
1: caught. Um, What's that? So okay, okay. Are you going to talk we just answered the question. So Andrew just asked the question. <laughs> that if an opposing a team great, a hits question. a home run and we, and you catch it, are you going to throw it back? <laughs> I got to get out of here. I think I'm a No, I'm not. I'm All right, Charles, I, I think that's it, Chuck. We, just, we basically just answered that question twice. So uh, <laughs> Dr. Catfish, Shaw everyone on Twitter, make sure you're following him. He comes in the Tuesday time. We'll see him next week. All right, Chuck. Thank you, you, brother. Charles. Appreciate it, buddy. On that note... On that note... Jesus, Joe. You know, nothing like taking a week off to come back to this. <laughs> to come back to this. We just answered the question. I was in the bathroom. You, you, we have volume that goes throughout the entire freaking building. I'm fucking here. <laughs> what you don't you f- understand? Unbelievable, man. Oh, my ma'am. God. This is my Joe. This was, this was bad for you. I've never seen it happen. I, wait, I have a question. What if the opposing team, let me phrase it this way? Yeah. What if the opposing team hits one over the fence and you catch it? Then do you throw it back? No. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Let me, let me think about this. Let me think about it. Hold on. Let me think about it. Let me think. Hold on. Hold on. Let me think about this. Not the visiting team, but the opposing team. Joe, Next if, we the go. Oppo- <laughs> if the opposing team deposits the ball over the fence, do you do you throw it back or do you keep it? How many variations of this question can we do? Oh wait, we have an answer. What's the answer? I keep it. Uh, keep, keep it. I just want to say day, keep what's it. right? Wait a minute.
2: Oh, oh wait. Oh, no, oh wait, wait, we, wait, 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 no, wait. Now, now no. the
1: plot thick. But wait. Twist. There's more. <laughs> plot twist. So, so listen here. if Mushai says, in like- Andrew's defense, what if Andrea is at the opposing team's stadium and catches their ball, which would make them the home team, but she's not rooting for them. If so, fact so, that's a crazy talk right there. Because then what you would be doing is, ooh, you'd be changing the game. Yes. You would be saying you are number one. But that, but that's the thing, though, is that Andrea... Well, first of all... I, it's, it's still your first ball, though. Andrea's not catching a ball because she'd be... Yeah, you'd be diving out of the way she'd, from ah, screaming your light, she'd be, freaking lights out. She'd be 30 Chardonnays deep, and there's no way in hell she's yeah. catching up. ball. She'd catch it with her face at that point. <laughs> what are you talking about? Now, that, now, see, that's the thing, though. Now, if you go to an opposing team stadium and you catch... That home team's ball, even though you're rooting for like you know your home team.
2: Well, yeah, if we did a road trip for a Phillies game and we were in, yeah. City Field.
1: Would you get and you caught a ball? Would you throw it back?
2: Shit, no, I'm running out. I'm running oh, out I mean. with that. Soccer. See,
1: that's what I mean, Joe. You're keeping the ball.
2: Even in Wrigley. All right, spoils the war, brother. Uh, go, go eat one of those big ass fake pizzas that you assholes eat. Right. I listen. Dana has a question. Dana, you have a question. Dana, you have a question.
1: No, Dana <laughs> doesn't have a question. Dana's just sitting there enjoying. Dana's enjoying her sweet potato fries, just kind of hanging out.
2: She's just looking at Aunt Andrea.
1: <laughs> Dana, you, now, Dana, you just had your birthday. How old are you now? You're 19. Oh, what a sweet age. She's still celebrating her birthday 19. two dude. weeks ago. Now, you've been, you've been a good girl at 19, though, right? You're not doing anything crazy? All right. You're her mother's daughter? Oh, jeez. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, it's time to shimmy the hell out of here, Joe. It's been fun coming back. Yeah, man. I was a little I was a little I was a little tight to start the show. It got looser as it went on. It must have been a hummus. The hummus that, that tightens up a lot of orifices. for sis. Sis sis Now next week we'll be back, uh, and then two weeks from now, Joe, it's the big the big show, Joe. The big funkin fantasy fantasy extravaganza, brother. The, it's going to be amazing. Um, I want to thank Joe. Thank you so much man, for coming yeah, out here, brother. making the pilgrimage to, uh, to pinch it with me. I know it's tough for you to get out here, but I appreciate it. Like I said, Corrado is on vacation. Uh, I should have stayed on vacation. My voice could use it. I still haven't gotten everything unpacked yet at the house. It's, it's, it's freaking crazy, man. But the parking permit, that's been done. That's good. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. So I go in to get the parking permit, and there's a guy in there. First of all, it's 20 people deep. It's 20 Deep in there, which is actually a porno name. That's a movie I've seen before, 20 Deep. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, (laughs) Never mind. It was a bad joke. Anyway, you seen 20 Deep? I thought you started. So anyway, (laughs) anyway, we go in there, and there's a guy at the counter, and he's up there, and he's asking a million freaking questions. A million questions. Here's the best part. None of the questions had anything to do with getting a parking permit. Just move it along, Chief. This guy's up there and he's going, oh, well, you know, I gotta ask. Because if you know, you don't know, you don't know. And then you turn around. The people in the place were just going, Jackass. Oh my just get the shit and move it along. 30 freaking minutes to get a parking permit. Here's the best part. When it was over with, he didn't have the proper paperwork. Oh. So he didn't even get what he needed. All these people these people go in there and then and then they argue the fact. They say, When the lady at the counter says, or the person that's working there says to you, I cannot help you because you need such and such documentation. Please come back when you have this documentation. And then you sit there for 45 minutes arguing in effect, but, 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 but nothing. You're not going to get anything. Move it along. Just shut the F up and go because you're holding up everyone else's life. She's not going to give you your permit. She's not going to give you what you need until you give them proper documentation. People like that should be drug out in the street by their teeth, by their freaking teeth, okay? And then hooked up to a freaking pole. And strung up high for the world to see. That's what they should do because you held up people. They're the worst people in the world. People have lives. People were getting parking tickets outside waiting to get parking permits because of this asshole. Just bring your registration, right? You're not there to make friends because you're in there making enemies. Just move it along. (sighs) Should have fucked this car. Sorry, man. That's my rant for the day. Speaking of moving along, we're going to move it along now. Joe, again, at Ruin Tomorrow. Make sure you follow him on Twitter. Make sure you follow him Follow him follow that, Follow him follow, follow following my boy, Joe Corrado, at Forte Carado. Make sure you're following in the ladies here at Moonshine, at Andrea Numchuk, at Donna Marinelli. <laughs> Numchuk. <laughs> <laughs> him, Chuck whatever. Make sure you're following at Joe Quillen. Follow the show, at Funkin' Fantasy, because if you're not following at Funkin' Fantasy. F-
2: what? F- uh, Philly Guy 70,
1: 73. 73. Yeah, I have, I have no At Philly Guy 73, make sure you're following his ass. Make sure you're following me, most importantly. I'm back on Twitter now, at LuigiCurro22. But I'm I'm still laying in the weeds. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm still laying in the weeds. It's lurking. It's a scary place, man. That place has become nothing more than a hate-breeding fricking hotbed. And uh, we'll talk about that next uh, week. So it's preseason. It, yeah, it's preseason. Until, until next week, I'm Luigi Cura. mind mine. you, never turn it down. Always turn it up. In a world of wonder.